When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before Okay, everybody. All right. We're getting started soon. If everybody could just take your places, everybody. Can everybody just. All right. Attention on the bridge. Thank you. I'm so excited today. Hi. Excuse me. I have a question. Uh, yes, ma'am. Can I. Can I go pee? Oh, I think you're cute. For having to pee. Thank you. I guess. Can she pee, guys? Oh, geez. All right. They're very into it. Yeah. Why don't you go pee real quick and I'll entertain the crowd while you're gone. The crowd? Yeah. The, the crowd that's. I guess. Guys, she doesn't know who the crowd, the crowd is. Oh, why well, would. I just have to ask. Why would. <laughs> This Sir, random yes. person in the yeah uh, hi uh this is uh jake uh johnson with the uh florida times oh my god jake johnson from new girl no i get that a lot <laughs> uh why would this just random woman in the crowd having to pee cause you to stall for time by entertaining the crowd well i want the crowd to be complete come and on i mean this is the bridge you said of the Enterprise? Is that correct? Yeah, it's a bridge. It's a bridge. It's I just a, oh, it's a Star one. Trek show. So I say attention on the bridge. It seems to get people's attention. Oh, I see. Yeah, that, that's what. Oh, okay. It did remind that one woman that she had to pee. Well, I think she was planning on doing... Woman, <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> Marissa, Marissa. <laughs> Marissa, Marissa. Marissa, Marissa. Marissa, Marissa. <laughs> Not to May. It happens a lot. People think Not, it never happens to May. Hey. <laughs> Hello. To May <laughs> is going to be May. It never happens to May. Okay. Well, well, okay. 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 We're, oh we're God, losing everybody. Can we start? Can we start? Can we start? Okay, guys. I can't believe they sat through all of that. All right. We have crew. A- crew. <laughs> Here's my co-host. That's why it's a woman. Thank you for the Jake Johnson for asking <laughs> a question. <laughs> That's why it's a woman. (laughs) Because she's actually not just any woman. She's my co-host. Yes, that's right. It's Veronica Osorio. Woo, yeah. 
She's Thank here and she's here to host the show with me today. Yeah, I came. I came to do that today. That bit you did about being a woman having to pee was funny. <laughs> thank you. I I created that for you. Well, um, thank you so much. I'm really excited about it. Wait, um, guys. Yeah. Um, mm. So now you, I've been introduced, but yeah. what you don't know is the woman who shut you up. Yeah. <laughs> is actually my co-host, Alice <gasps> Wetterland. Me. That's yes. right. I'm. Alice, a little bit less of a response for me. Not really. A little more excited about me. Um, But we do have one other big surprise for you guys. (laughs) All right. That wasn't. (laughs) Get that guy out of here. Get him out of here. That's right. Get him out of here. We don't like that guy. Um, We have one more guest to introduce. And. It's going to be our guest on this on today's show. So are you guys excited to see what who the guest is? Oh. Yes, you yeah. are. No. Yes, you are. Yes, no. you are. You are yes, excited, yes. right? Yes. No, they were you just kidding. You were just kidding. Okay. Please. Everyone was just kidding. <laughs> Everyone Did they plan together. This? Yeah, they planned it. Mm, I'm suspicious. <laughs> you guys there's a crowd coordinator. Who, uh, who's the crowd coordinator here? Ooh. Okay. Well, that's terrifying. She left. Okay, that was. But great. Uh, she got arrested. Yeah, she got arrested. She got arrested out of here. Can you hear those sirens? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I should close really? the door. I should close the door to this large theater that again we're in because we're here to do something very special which is the enterprise (laughs) yeah in this year in this time continuum they're renting it out they're renting it out for events it's it's the timeline that we are in when it's grounded in San Francisco you gotta host you know we're hosting various things like open mics yeah Ukulele night. Guys, without further ado, I want to introduce our guest today, um, who has been a guest on many a show that we've hosted here on the Bridge of the Enterprise inside of the docking. Uh, Docking, you know, it's called Docking Square. Everybody loves that. Um, Please welcome today our guest, Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's right. Right. A screenshot is happening. A, sc- <laughs> <laughs> a screenshot is happening. Oh my God, Paul! It Another looks so screenshot amazing. is. Ha- oh, give it up for Paul, you guys. Paul, you look like Admiral Riker. I went you all look- out for you guys. Oh, you look so a- good, Paul. You look so handsome. I'm handsome. For the listeners, little, with your little bullshit, it just looks great. <laughs> For the listeners, Paul is you pulling so his little bullshit. With your little bullshit. <laughs> this thing is so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's it's like pure <sighs> science materials. It's beyond polyester. <laughs> it's science material. This is illegal. These materials are illegal. I'm for for the for the listener. I'm wearing uh, a captain's for the uniform. Home. 
uh, or wherever the listener is. They don't have to be at home. For the listener. For the listener. For the listener. For, especially for the ones at home. For the, li- is, for the listener at home. We're talking command uniform. We're yeah. talking. He is serving four, me. Four, four pibs. For pibs in the neck. Pibs. <laughs> neck pibs. Mr. Mr. Pib. Mrs. Pib. Baby pib. And step pib. And a little pib on the way. <laughs> step pib. <laughs> a little pib on the way. And then we're talking uh, hair, hair, uh, we're talking haircut. We're talking haircut. I just got a haircut. Are you, did you get this for this show? I did not get a haircut for this show. Okay, come. Academy. All right, full on pause here. Full on, okay, you know what? Reverse thrusters. take a moment to shut up. We're talking a moment uh, to shut Federation up. regulated haircut. We're talking about Federation. <laughs> I just love the idea that you wore an entire Federation costume. You got your pips and then you sat on board. The, got an Enterprise backdrop that perfectly fits. And then you're like, perfect. I didn't get a haircut for you. It's like, OK, but you did. You could. It's not too much to assume that yeah, you it's would. Too, yes, no, that is, is, what, that is too is much what to assume. Say. That's too oh. much to assume. <laughs> OK, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you at least comb your hair, <laughs> sir. These are, Alice, these are no good. This little cough know. guy? Yeah, I don't know how many of those you downloaded, but they're not good. What do you mean downloaded? These are... Alice. All right. Alice, you downloaded them. There's no shame in that. No, I didn't. They're oh, real. there's some shame in it. Okay. Tell us. Now we're that's, talking. That's classic. Now that's, that's classic. pretty good. We Not know just some that guy one. laughing and coughing. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's kind of a wet cough too. Like we don't like it. Better than a better than a dry cough. These I like days. a drier cough. To be honest, that means you've been around. You've that been means around you've been around what? the tracks. The airport. It's a circular been around track. the tracks. <laughs> Yeah, you spend some time near the tracks in which there is oh, quite a lot of, you know, he's from pollution. the wrong side of the tracks and he's been around them. <laughs> Paul, is that a uniform? Yes. Paul, two sizes too big? No, it is actually it fits very well, except for the sleeves are a little too long. Yeah. And so are you? But I, did, the- I did not buy the trousers. It's just the I can't believe they sell that shit separately. That's. That's, That's galling. Well, we bought for our. Uh, I was wondering. I know this story. You told it on a recent episode again. And so, but it the came cardboard. with cardboard. The cardboard. Yes. Cardboard crutch. Cardboard Never crutch. Forget. Cardboard crotch crutch. Cardboard crutch. You're using that cardboard crotch as a crutch. <laughs> um, so, have you felt? You know that Picard. Every time he gets up with the old uniforms, he just has to pull it down. Yes. Have yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Since That's you, what you have to do every. You, Put the uniform on, even have when you you're just sitting. Card syndrome. Have yes, had- I I have to do it just sitting here periodically because I can <laughs> see myself in the video and the thing is like. That's what I was like. Red alert! Is it too big? Red alert! Uh, you look skinny in it. You look a uh, uh, oh, look as opposed to <laughs> plump. Picard looks, looks a little <laughs> tight in it. It looks like you've lost quarant- all your quarantine weight. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Well, and I can do the, the I can do a bare minimum here. <laughs> oh, there's the middle I gave you. For the I can do the barest barest minimum. I have it. I have it. It's do you right still have in my it? So- of course. It's right in my storage unit. Uh, and well, seems uh, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> At any moment in my 
storage unit inside. Doesn't have it in the room, but cannot have it in my house. <laughs> as is the rest of my thing. She's not even in, yeah, you You're don't even have a place homes. to live right now. Yes, I am between home. Yes, officially. I understand. Oh, congrats, um, it's official. Yes, it has a blue, che- blue check mark in my heart. Um, it's it's a, how do you get that? I've been looking for the red alert. Oh. So, Here's um, a tractor beam. I wish I had some Star Trek. I wish I had some Star Trek paraphernalia to show you guys, but all I have is a one earring to uh, symbolize Bajor. Sure. I'll, and I'll accept it. Rowe. I'll Thank accept you. it. Um, and it has a heart to symbolize. I wish I could call you out for pretending you didn't plan that ahead of time, but I think you did. I did. There I is, did plan it. Um, it's all I have here in Austin. Would you say that you plan, plan it? Plan this it? one? Planned yeah. it? I was like, oh, so, I look like a, a Bajoran. Um, we've decided, though, right, that you're... What did you and um, uh, Robin decide? I'm a, I'm a betasoid. Mm. Bet- uh, uh, Paul, between a Ferengi and a betasoid. An easy comparison. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, where do you think I land? Between a Ferengi and a Betazoid? Yeah. Betazoid, come on. Ah, I want to be a Ferengi. Why? They suck. I know. <laughs> I want to have the freedom to this suck. type of contrary attitude is very Ferengi. Mm, Super true, suspicious. Yeah. They're always suspicious. You're like, hey, here's a birthday cake what, for your birthday. And they're like. Is, this is not suspicious. <laughs> what does this mean? This is money. Oh. This is expensive. Oh, ex- that's right. When you, ex- when you rub your thumb against your fingers, yeah. yes, that's expensive. Yeah. So what's suspicious? I don't know if there's a hand signal for suspicious, but like- you can look at your your hand puppet all you want. <laughs> your suspicious is more like... in there. It's a face gesture. It's a face gesture, yes. A face gesture. Yes. Right. Yeah, not an expression. Uh, Paul. That's different. It looks you. So you did the uh, Enterprise bridge background. Yes. You have a fancy, amazing, better than the captain's chair chair. No, this is. You have. Yeah. Captain's uniform. Mm -hmm. You look like Q took over. You look like alternate Q. What if a different Q guy shows up and he's like, I'm also Q like Corbin Burnson that one time. Yes, I always want that. Like a, he always gets these directives from yeah. Q, and it's like the continuum. I want to see his. Ma- I want to speak to the manager. That's what I'd say. Yeah, they're all off screen. His his you, people. You look like the continuum guy who gives Q commands. He right. should never try to fuck with a space Karen, because she'd be like, "I want to speak to your manager." <laughs> no one can say anything in response. <laughs> I'm taking it in. Guys, I'm taking it in as well. Yes. Nobody can talk about cancel culture. I was on the radio today. Hair okay. flip. Where no hair exists. Why? Ew, the radio. <laughs> the radio. Terrestrial? It's, I was on a sports talk radio today to, to, cause I'm doing shows in San Francisco tomorrow and the next night. And. At, at um, Candlestick Park. <laughs> at the, um. In inside the Enterprise, the the docking station, docking square, and there's like this um, thing. He goes like, "Well, I don't want to get." He keeps saying like, 
because he interviews a lot of comedians. He's like, I don't want to get canceled. You know, I can't. I don't know what to do. I just I keep saying to people when they say that, like, you can't cancel people. It's not a thing. You can't. Yeah. It's not real. I said to him, look, if there was a button I could press to end your career, I would have pressed it years ago. <laughs> Who is but this? I can't. It's just this guy on the radio in San Francisco. He's, his name is Rick Tittlest? Tittle? Rick, Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle. Yes. Alice, were you on the radio No, it's today? real. T-I-T-T-L-E. Look it up. Radio, no. No radio today. Radio, no. <laughs> radio, no. No, ra- no radio today. <laughs> no radio today for Alice. Alice, radio, no, no radio today. <laughs> radio, no. So... <laughs> And I was like, you do, you know, you can't, but they won't, they won't let go of it. These men who can't stop talking about how cancel culture is such a big deal. It's just like, they can't stop talking about it. And it's just like, guys, it's not a thing. Like you're, it's it's not a a thing. It's a straw man. I, I had somebody say to me on Twitter, what about all the people trying to cancel Bill Burr? And I was like, who tried to, I don't remember there being a concerted effort to cancel him. And then the guy was like, look at this. Here's the effort. And it was some interview with Bill Burr where he's like, I got to watch my step. They, I, I, I can't say anything. I'll get in trouble. I'll get fired from the Star Wars show. And it's like, that's not that's not an effort. That's him saying that. <laughs> that's not that's not even him saying Disney told me <laughs> that is just him saying that, which is a thing that he says. <laughs> that's not proof of anything like the idea that someone like the comedians should think about what they say, which is already our jobs. Like yeah. <laughs> literally it's like a novelist being like, now I got to take the words I think of and put them on paper. <laughs> it's like, it's already what we're doing. I don't want to write this sentence. I might get in trouble. It's so crazy. It's guy, so crazy. I've heard, I've heard this argument a few times. People saying, my concern is that it's a slippery slope and it's, and eventually it might lead to somebody who could be a great comedian being afraid to say things on stage. And it's like, that's not going to happen. Also, Anybody who is a great comedian will not be afraid to say things on stage. You know what I mean? That's not going to happen. We miss like we're going to miss out on a bit or something like a new cool John Mulaney bit about how no, it's it's going to stifle a voice completely. It's like just not somebody. Yeah, exactly. They're, the comedians are going to get afraid to try edgy material. Comedians are always and have always been afraid to try edgy material. That's why they try edgy material because yeah. it's the challenge. And some and the ones that succeed are the most famous and the Andrew best Dice at Clay. it. Andrew Dice, you know, like you, everybody reveres George Carlin because he wasn't a fucker because he was able to do. <laughs> What he he was able to talk about edgy shit without fucking ruining lives. Right. And it's so crazy because everybody's always like, well, what about Anthony Jeselnik? And I'm like, Anthony Jeselnik's doing fine. Yeah. He always talks about it all the time, how it's yes. not a problem for him. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, no yeah, yeah. one will listen to him. Yeah. 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 It's Everyone's like hashtag fine. believe men. Everyone's fine. <laughs> like it's. It's I just I just pointed that because he's a person who every time there's a tragedy or a shooting or something, he says something fucked up about it yeah, on Twitter every single and, time. And he's still booked and busy. Yes. And no one's upset. This bitch is booked and busy. It's crazy to me. It's like because Anthony he does it. Stays getting his bag. 
love when you do Gen Z talk. What? I love when you do Gen Z Gen Z talk. It's my fucking favorite, and that <laughs> and that's on God. That's on God. Um, Veronica, are you having a good time t- watching yeah, I'm these a these two stand up comedians just I have, I have wreck it Ralph over here? Wreck it Ralph. <laughs> Come on, I wanted you to let that one go. I didn't understand it. <laughs> I wanted to have fun with it, but every I guess once there's in a no while, fun to be had. It was. <laughs> It was a dead end. That's Alex right. went Very in and serious. out. Very Ronnie, have you ever done stand-up or would you ever do it? I don't know if we've ever talked about this. That's a great question. Next. <laughs> okay. No, I have fair. done stand-up. I have done stand-up here in America. Uh, I did stand-up a lot in Venezuela. It was great. Um, I didn't and then know I that. Did, yeah, I did. And then I'm not I'm challenging moved. you. Could my, um, maybe you turn your <laughs> notifications off? <laughs> that was honestly my agent calling me. Well, maybe and you booked something, Alice. I did book something. Maybe you got in trouble. I did book something. Bitch, are Can you I, booked and busy? I might be Bitch. booked and busy, maybe. <laughs> booked and busy. I got pips. I got pips. Um, so... Pibs. I got pibs. I got pips. I'm hydrated and in charge. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I got an offer to be in a movie. I wonder. Nice. If, I wonder if I can talk about it because I, I, I don't think I'm going to take it because it's films in Canada and Canada, Canada. What can I do for you? How can I help you to get your shit together? I just like they don't have the vaccine. Yeah. Only like 20% are vaccinated. They still have a two week quarantine going into the country. So if you want to go film something there for two days, you're going to be there for like a half a month, at least, if not more. So I have a f- small short bit in a movie they offered me, but I have to go up there for a month. You got and an a SSB half. in this movie? An SSB. Small short bit. <sighs> and it pays, you know, okay, but it's not a ton. And it's, I'd have to be up there for a month and a half. What's the size of the project? Is this something that a lot of people will see you? It's if you not do a this? huge back end and there's eh. not a big, it's not a, it's a streaming project. A streaming and project. Not, and it's not a um, wide release type situation. Mm. And I need the money, but I'm also like. But here's the thing. It's three P's. Have we talked about the three P's before? No. No. People, project, pay. It has to meet two of those three things. Boom. I believe in that. Here's why it doesn't meet the P. A part. <laughs> the P. I forgot all three one, of the things. The were, first were, P. Were, People because project. Canada takes all my money. Nice. I don't know how they do it, and they do pet. it every time. But pet, I, pet, when I get pet. a take home, papa, pet, papa, When I take home a check from Canada, peeps, as I'm booked and busy, peeps, it, pets, papa. Whenever I take home a check from Canada, half my money's gone. Because of the taxes? They no, she gets robbed. <laughs> oh, Alice. You ever heard you this story? You gotta be more careful. Oh. Alice has you gotten gotta be robbed on her way to Vancouver Airport every time she's worked up there. Alice! And I go to the production and I go, can I have my payment, please, in a large sack of money? And every time the production coordinator is like, I've heard the stories, though. Don't you think maybe we should just cut you a check or, you know, and I say, it's happened so much. How could it possibly? I've taken so many precautions. The airport bandit. (laughs) 
This criminal's been getting away with robbing one woman for the last five years. One no. bag of a dollar sign. One dollar sign bag. One bag of dollar sign, please. <laughs> they say you can't get hit by lightning me. twice, but you can be robbed twice by the airport bandit. Just ask this woman, Alice Wetterland. Well, I tried to go to the airport, and I had my money, and then the bandit came and he got my money. Oh, ma'am. Alice, can you repeat that? Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I went to the airport with my bag of money, and the money man took it away from me. At the end there, she did say, wait for me, instructing the airplane to wait up. I was running down the airport highway going, wait up for me, wait up for me. And then they said, I'm not allowed to be on there. And I got arrested (laughs) in the jail. The airport bandit strikes again. Is there a reverb? Yes, there is. Fuck yeah. Sometimes there isn't. So so effective (laughs) to put on an effect. Did I I sound like a monster? (laughs) You guys. This is God. Did it sound like God? Sounds like Q. Sounds like Q. Sounds like Um, Q. Sounds like Q. Sounds like Q. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have... A terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. Um, this episode, guys. Oh, my God. I don't even know how to. Fuck. (laughs) Guys, this is season. This This is season seven. Episode. Twenty four, twenty five and twenty six. Now I have a proposal before we before we do this episode. This is called really do it. All good things. Nope. Okay. All good things. Season seven, season finale, is one hour, 32 minutes. Maybe you heard of it. Maybe you heard of it. It's the season finale. Of Maybe Star you've Trek. heard of one hour, 32 minutes. I don't know. Maybe you've heard of it. 92. It's, it's just that this is it. And that's kind of freaking me out. Make no Do mistake you know what I mean? That's right. But look, at, this is why... The title, All Good Things, is perfect and expensive (laughs) because this podcast is a good thing and all good things must must come come to an end. To an end. No, father. But But look, every ending is a new beginning. Every ending is a new beginning. And what I was going to say. That's a crazy thing to say. Oh, I thought you were agreeing that it's true. Oh, yeah. Well, it's crazy. It's, I mean, it's crazy, right? Yeah. It's crazy. We're all in agreement. Right. All ends are a new beginning. That's crazy. So you agree. Oh, every ending is a new... <laughs> I can't stand behind this. I, I don't think it's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Every ending, I believe it. 
I do. God never closes a door without nailing it shut. <laughs> God never opens a door without closing it afterwards and throwing away the key, you bitch. There's just going to be like, think about it this way. In AA, we say um, mm. even death itself, you know, because everything we do is meant to encourage giving back. And if I die, it just makes space for one more person in AA to get sober. There's a, there's a chair there. So it's not just know, un, open, you, you make space chair. for someone else uh, because these, these meetings are rigidly limited. <laughs> the thing is, it's five. It's they're often at That's capacity. It. And one dies. If one dies, you can come in. Otherwise, is there a wait list? Is somebody like, oh, I wish one of these drunks would die. <laughs> Honestly, there are some meetings that do get to capacity because the space they're in. The first meeting I ever went to that was like that was this meeting called New Hope. We affectionately call it no hope of getting a seat oh shit yes we do and it it's in a church basement obviously huge but there's a chasement. like a chasement there's like fucking 500 people at this meeting <laughs> and sus and you get there at an hour before the meeting starts and you look at chairs and all the chairs have like an eraser little things on them an eraser block an eraser a block, sharpener, a, key, a pair of keys, a pen. A pen. Oh, mm, jinx. Buy me, a, buy me a pib. And like there's no seats and people are on the floor. It's crazy. And it's just like it's like the big, cool AA hangout. Imagine crawling up from the depths of your despair. You're finally able to seek help. And somebody's like, you can sit on the floor. Actually, here's why you can't, it, it, you can't sit with us. It's it does. It does make people it you does make people mad. But for the for the many people it makes mad, it also makes a lot of people feel like because it's a room full of like mostly young newcomer alcoholics. So they're all wearing just a bra and yeah. you know what I mean? And like a fuzzy accessory. It's like everybody's it's Friday night. Nobody has bars to go to anymore or clubs. So they're just like so desperate to sh put on that outfit. And so it makes me it made me feel this way. And it makes other people feel this way where it's like, oh, there's like somewhere to go and be around other young sure. people and like have a kind These of These are the hardest convivial. people who have hit rock bottom and they're ready to share. These are the hottest people of Los Angeles who had nowhere else to go. Let's check in with them. Um, Veronica, did you ever see Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous with Robin Leach? Does that mean no. anything to you? It means nothing to me. There used to be a show. It was Wait. called Lifetimes, Lifestyles Lifetimes. of the Rich and Famous. Lifetimes. We're going to go through this man's entire life. <laughs> First he was born. Then <laughs> he lived a while, got rich, spent money, and died. It was, there was this guy, Robin Leach, who is an Australian, I guess, like sort of entertainment journalist or something. That's and right. What was, was he? He became the host of this show, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, where it was just mostly it was the rich, not so much the famous. They would have some famous people, but it would just like you would just look at how they lived in their fucking lavish homes and all their cars and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was like the show. it wasn't super gross. And he would narrate it. And host it. Champagne wishes and caviar and dreams. Champagne wishes and caviar dreams. That was a sign off. Yes. I'm just reading about it. For Do you know what would be really cool ever. is if like, if, okay, at pitch for VH1, now that wealth is sort of not 
celebrated as much in our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Gen Z. <laughs> um, let's just have a Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, but we're like dragging them. And it's hosted by... Wait, got to do a drum roll. Where's the drum roll? Hosted by... Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Welcome to Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. We're here to talk about the billionaires and billionaires and billionaires and trillionaires who are holding wealth. And then he goes around. He's like, well, that is not <laughs> that hot tub is very nice. But I will say to you, like, he just has to admit, he's like, oh, the heated floors. I could see how that could be. Uh. <laughs> Let me get this out of the way. Uh, if I had that, I wouldn't be complaining. OK, <laughs> now that we see it, though, we know it's disgusting. You're isolated from the rest of society. And yes, those are soundproof windows uh, that have the fog inside of them so they could go opaque, which is very, very cool. Very, but if everybody adds a piece of this technology, imagine what we could do. Look at this Alfa Romeo. <laughs> I myself, uh, I would love to drive it. I bet it feels great. Uh, I would like to get up on, on the PCH and just uh, floor it. And, uh, <laughs> but it is morally wrong. And the person is like, we could do that right now, Bernie. I don't know who that the is. The person. The person is rich. The rich person. We can do that right now, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, well, maybe it's um, John Legend. Um, <laughs> Just dragging John, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. This, it already feels like that's what's on TV somehow in my head. This, this is what it feels like. What you're pitching and the way you're describing things. I'm like. So we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, we've already. Time. It's like it's like going on Twitter is that that bit I just did. All, all I'm thinking is that that we've been doing this for a long time, except that the cover of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous is silly, silly, goofy, you know? It's silly, goofy. And there's see, no way around that. You see, it is silly, goofy. <laughs> it's like about a, a guy holding a glass of champagne like this by the bottom. He's about a guy. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that from now on. I like that. It's a weird power move. <laughs> it's a weird power move. It's just like. <laughs> it's so hard to drink out of. Yeah. And so you're always wet. You have to put your you're lips, always you wet and sticky. You clamp your lips on it and then like back <laughs> Every it up time slowly. you laugh, you just like. You're so nonchalant about everything. <laughs> yeah. But then the, the minute you start to drink, it's like. <laughs> it's like so so um, that was a fully like, visual bit for the it's podcast like, so hey everybody sorry about that visual bit but sometimes <laughs> we just we're hanging out we can all see each other what do you want <laughs> we just do we just do it do you think anyone's written erotic i'm sorry guys shim shimmer down shimmer, shimmer down shimmer down like transporting oh, they shimmer yeah. down i get it oh, that's nice So I have, a, I have a fun fact about this episode. Yes. Okay. I like fun facts and I cannot lie. John, I like Other brothers fun facts and I cannot will deny. lie. Other brothers, uh, they cannot they deny. Will, they will. They, <laughs> they mustn't. And they will try. They shan't. You other brothers must not deny. Do not, my brethren, deny this truth. You other brothers can't deny me three times before the cock crows. Little Jesus in there. John Delancey. Up John, here in the next oh, generation from the passages of ending. John Delancey, 
Gentle Lancy, aka our beautiful Q. A beautiful Q. Beautiful. Our beautiful. A beautiful. Oh, he's Q. so beautiful. He's beautiful. John Delancey, aka a beautiful Q. Uh, upon hearing that the next generation was ending with the seventh season, approached the showrunner and was like, "I've never asked for a job, but you must give me <gasps> this last episode." Wow. That was in the first one. Wow. And then they were, and Rick Berman was like, "Say no more. You're already in it. You have Whether made you your like approach." Wait, had they already planned on it, and then they yeah. told him like? Yeah, guess what, asshole? You yeah, just gotta fool what? yourself. Now we're taking you out of it. You used your one coupon to ask for a job. <laughs> your one. <laughs> you thirsty little bitch. You'll never be on Star Trek. It's been redeemed. <clears throat> Veronica, so glad to have you working with us. Welcome aboard. Here is your desk and your um, computer, your work issue computer. And also, here's your work coupons. Uh, you get one Thank coupon you. to ask for anything you want, and you have to use okay. it throughout the course of working here. So just use it, use it wisely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there I you go. hope I do. I like the idea that they had <laughs> written um, an entire script, but they were just like out of ideas for how to end the episode. And John Delancey came in and basically saved them. They were like, I don't know what <laughs> Jordy gets his sight. <laughs> and then John Delancey walks in and they're like, oh, thank God. He walked in. Like they were, they were already shooting it, and then he. Walks yeah, they were like, they were like, this isn't enough, you know. Like something was happening, you know. Like, oh, we got the thing where date, like, like Troy is dating Worf. We got that. That's good, right? And uh, maybe the Romulans. We got. This is the last episode, and we have. <laughs> Wait, what? Two actors, who were in every single episode of the show, who. Were they? Okay, wait. Uh, Patty Stu. And ding, ding, ding. Every and episode? Every episode. I, I gotta say, um, um, freaks. You got to. You got to, baby boy. I'm gonna give you I'm 100 the baby points. Boy and I got it. You got to. You the baby I'm awarding boy. Paul 100 points for that. Paul, you've been awarded. Okay, what's my question? <laughs> I want to, I want to be competitive okay. here. Okay, who are the only actors besides the regulars to appear in both this episode and the pilot Ooh, encounter at Farpoint? Okay, can you um, can you give me another question? Can you say that in a sentence? One, two, three. <laughs> we have three main ones, and those are the only ones I'm going to ask you about. Three. Okay, so I'm going to say it again in one okay. sentence. Okay. <laughs> Accommodating. Who are the only actors besides the regulars to appear in both this episode? And the pilot encounter at Farpoint. Okay, one is um, ten. Jerry Taylor. Nine. Not Jerry. What well, Tasha Yar? I don't know. What? I'm gonna say the character names. Ding ding ding. Ding ding ding. And the other one is two more. Jonathan. Uh, the other one's Q. You got one. One more. One more. Oh, to go. one more. Yes. John Delancey. John Delancey. Three, three, three. I oh, thought she three, said three, three. I thought she There's said two fives. as well. There's fives. There's fives. Take it down to threes. Are there five? One more. Okay. Yes, but the other two don't matter really. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, Jesus Christ! Because you're not gonna guess them, but I'll oh. say them. <laughs> say the ones we're not gonna guess. Okay, we have Richard starts starts Ted. The Richard Enterprise. starts Ted. Yeah. Okay. It's oh. It's. I would have guessed him. I knew who. Really, it is. the Enterprise D officer. Yeah, the Enterprise D officer, Richard Starstead. 
All right. Well, yeah, okay. Who's the other one I never would have guessed? The other David one B. is Levinson. David B. Levinson? No, yes, okay. Post Atomic Coordinator. Who plays the Atomic Coordinator? No, it's, um, <laughs> there's the other Court person. Spectator. You're missing one, Alice. We O'Brien. Yes! Nice. Ding, ding, and ding, I actually, ding, ding, I actually ding. know the characters of the other one, at least one of the other ones. It's the Vulcan, or the uh, Romulan. The right? Romulan? Oh, here, I gotta no, get it's my... A, it's a post I get 150 points because... No, that was all was, five. Oh. You, well, but she you, guessed three. I guess three. You only guess oh, you two guess things, three. and I guess three things, so I got oh. 150 points. Okay, Alice? Okay. 50 points. <laughs> I mean, I do. Well, okay. you just want some more fun facts. I have another fun fact. Okay, Paul's so, up this time. Tasha Yar, the knees Crosby. Crosby. Film the knees Crosby. This is the only episode since she died, since her character Tasha Yar died, where she films new scenes as Tasha Yar. So new, uh, this is the only season finale. She had film scenes. Okay, let me read it. This is the only season finale. <laughs> Scratch, delete that file from your brain. Start I don't over. know if I can. You can. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Okay. Command Z. Um, this is the only season finale for which Denise Crosby film scenes as Tasha Yar since the character had been killed prior to the end of the first season. She appears in Shade of Grey, Shades of Grey via stock footage, and Crosby also appeared in the fourth season finale Redemption, but as the character named Sela. Right. So this is the very first time we have new Tasha Yar scene. So you have to guess, Paul. What is the question? <laughs> Paul, guess it. I'm going to say nine. Denise eight. Crosby. Uh, uh, producers? Producers are conferring. Producers? I think we should give him another 100 points. I think, I think he got it. I hey, where'd you come from? Job. Huh? I thought you were fired. I was I late. Were, um, I thought no, you were no, canceled because no, you said something one person didn't like no, one time. No, no, no. Misunderstanding, misunderstanding. Okay, um, all right. Yeah, I think, he, I think he did a great job. I think we should give it to him. All right, 100 points. Do we, do we confer for the whole length of the song? What do you mean? Oh, this, this can come and go. Okay, it seems to be sticking around is why I'm asking. Well, it just ended now because okay, you said well, that. Okay, well, then there's, I, that answers my question. All right, Paul. How do we do? We're going to give you another... 100 points. points. Uh, 100. Yes, 100. Women. So now you're at 200 and I'm at Paul's 150. Paul's leading with 200. Yeah. Uh, Alice is 150 and I award myself. <laughs> I'm going to put that down. Sure. Let's think. Uh, Let's 300, think. 300. I mean, that's you're the host. You should probably get paid more than the guests. You're the yeah, host. Thank you. So 300 for uh, you. Okay, great. Okay, great. So the. Um, Babylon 5 had two actors and it was running at the same time as Star Trek TNG. Okay. Who were the two actors? Oh, so it's a real question. <laughs> Babylon 5 and TNG. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal and wrong. Uh, Helen Mirren. I'll let him take it because it's, it was supposed to be my question, but if he gets it wrong, he gets points to that. Oh, I was just fucking around, so oh, I wasn't okay. answering the question. Okay. Well, um, this one is not a Star Trek question, so I, I, I'm going to use a lifeline. So the lifeline is he was green. <laughs> what? I didn't, 
What? <laughs> no, I get. Hey there. Right. You... <laughs> I'm your lifeline. Wait. My lifeline is green? <laughs> yeah. Hi there. What's the question? Kermit, I need help. Sure. Can you Google something for me? Uh, Who is was that the allowed? Oh. Kermit, come on. Is it I... allowed? I don't know if the game show will let, you, <laughs> let your life like Google stuff. Kermit, come back to bed. Oh, Hi-ya! I gotta go. I gotta oh, go. My well, wife just and... called and shot me. And that was the lifeline. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the lifeline. Alice? I can't believe. Did you come up with an answer? (laughs) All right. um, There's two different people or one? Can I just guess one? No, I'm guessing one. It's too much. Babylon 5? And he's green? There's nobody green, green on Star Trek. The Romulan. That's not green. That's gray. Tomalak. Tomalak is isn't gray. Green. No, no nobody, not at all. I don't nobody's even know if he's green. gray. He's like gray. Guys, he's oh, like. I think okay, that's judgmental. He, he's like chartreuse. You want to say? Let's say she's he's chartreuse. No, not even chartreuse is quite a bright limeish, yellowy okay. green. Let's he's more he's, of a, 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 a sage. If check that. the link. <laughs> Guys, if you're at home, Google Amalek right now. But uh, he is a sage. I brought a picture of him in because I'm getting samples for my house. We're painting. <laughs> and I said, it's do you have anything th- like this? And I just held up a picture of Tomalak. <laughs> I actually wouldn't hate that. <laughs> do you? If there's an account. Oh, what's the account? I think it's called Film Palettes or something um, on Instagram. And it'll take a, a shot of a movie, like a still from a movie. Mm-hmm. And on the bottom, it will be the entire color palette that's in that shot. It's called at color palette that cinema. codes included. It's so weirdly satisfying. I don't know why, but looking at it makes me, it's like, yes. If I'm that, not super that, satisfied. Those are all the colors. If I look at this and I'm not super satisfied, I'm going to be mad. I'm not super satisfied right off the bat. Like I'm seeing it and I'm like, this, where is this lilac coming from? Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah. I'm super satisfied. Ah! <laughs> Color palette cinema. I'm super satisfied. Color palette what? that cinema. Yes. 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 Um, yes. <laughs> um, I have so okay. much to talk about. Um, it was O'Brien and Tomalak. And uh, this was a rare occurrence when oh, regulars on competing shows. I like that he's booked and appeared busy. Appeared in the same episode mm-hmm. during the run of both shows. So it's weird because they're in a competing show and they're yeah. both in this other show. Can I say something I've noticed about mm. the color green in mm. you two? Alice recently mm. uh, described the engineering uniforms as being green. I know. Last episode, it was so weird. So there's he some sort of color shift. A man. Who's just a normal looking guy that's <laughs> being green. Amalek is green. He's he's not, honey. He's, <laughs> he's honey, he's not green. He's sage. No, not even, honey. This I'm is so a sorry. this is a Gene Smart impression that you're giving me right now. I love Gene Smart so much. You know that when I was on earlier in Resident Evil. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Whatever happened to that's not the Georgia. That's right. There you go. Um, <laughs> what have happened to Georgia? <laughs> um, <laughs> so 
the I was on Resident Alien or season the, the pilot, and he and Chris Sheridan, the creator, was talking about bringing in the the general McCall the general character that ended up being played by um the Terminator Linda Hamilton. Linda she was Hamilton. Uh, she very much was not the Terminator. No, she was against the Terminator. She was for most uh, of so it. like the number one against the she Terminator. Did not like him. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. uh-uh. If the vinegar. Terminator was, if you were roommates with Linda Hamilton and the Terminator left a voicemail, she would have fucking deleted that before you heard it. So the um, I was like, when before they got Linda Hamilton to do it, I was like, you know who would be good? And this is before Gene Smart, Gene Smart was on any other things besides I had not seen her on anything besides Samantha who I was like get Jean Smart she's amazing she's so good this was like two and a half years ago she's the greatest and you have to get her and nobody I don't know why she's not working more and then she was in everything it's like I did it well I you did call her Jean Smart and I I can't ever (laughs) let that go I called her Jean Smart um I bet she had that and she probably did she was a kid. It's funny to think of big celebrities and how they were bullied as children. It is so fun. Yeah. I wonder if Mark Ruffalo was bullied. Yeah, for sure. Oh, good thing. <laughs> 25, 25 and 26. So that's how finale. you do it. That's how you do it. Serious finale. It's series a finale, segment. season finale. It's a fantastic episode. I, I don't, you know, when I first started watching this episode, I was like, oh, isn't it kind of heavy? Well, I was a little disappointed the first time I saw it because I was like, isn't it a little heavily focused on Picard? Like this show is about him and it's not. And then the rewatch that I did, um, I was like, yeah, I didn't remember all the all the various connections and the um it's really about the crew and it's really about the family of the crew. And I, I had forgotten. And so really satisfying, really satisfying yeah, rewatch. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's how did you, show. Paul, has this been the <laughs> first time you watched this one? Well, here's in uh, as a tribute to, uh, these, uh, final episodes. I want to tell you that I was late to the recording. Uh, I showed up eating and I did not watch the episodes. So that is a little, that's my gift to you. Yay. Now I have seen these, I have seen this. I this applaud this finale. so much. So when amazing. we first started doing this, this podcast, when I first guessed it on your podcast, I, love yeah. this so much. I had not seen the series finale of Star Trek. Mm. I, for some reason, missed the last half of, if not all of season seven. And after doing your show for the first time, I went back and watched everything. I watched it from the beginning and it- finally saw it. Netflix on my Chrome app does this thing where it stops the season halfway and then you have to press a button to see the rest of the season. So maybe that's why you didn't see the rest of it. It's a rest of the season button. It's a it's not a rest of the season button. It's like an arrow. It does like here's all the episodes. If a season has like 26 episodes in it, it'll be like, here's the first 11. And then it'll be an arrow that you miss very easily because you just go, I guess there's just 11 episodes in the season. So your theory as to why I didn't see the last half of the season is that I was tricked by Netflix and I never went back. It's possible. Captain, it's possible. Um, Well, now what? Remember that I'm older than you and mm. this show was airing. When I was watching it, it was airing in prime time. How and I old think, is Paul? Does anyone know? I don't think anyone knows. I love that. <laughs> must be for you. No one knows. Late 30s? It's important. 
It's important oh, for you to know you. that. God bless you. Late you know 30, I'm cute. She says. <laughs> you know I'm cute. She said, you know I'm cute. You know that's I'm imp- cute. That's incredible. I can't. I look, I can't disagree. I can't disagree. Um, facts, I don't facts. want. It's not fair for people to know. It's in their, their business. You know what I mean? I'm oh, 40. It's, very, it's, it's fine. So um, wait, so I'm you 52. didn't. So I had been watching the show. I'd been watching the show in (laughs) primetime. And then I think by the time it and what year did it end? I want to say 1980. I want to say 1994, which it is. First air, 1994. I'm going to say 1994, which it is. Is it 1994, right? Uh, Are you Picard? 1994 was the year that I moved to Los Angeles, so it's entirely possible I no longer had a television to look at, oh. and that's why I missed it. Oh. That's oh. the sound that um, that uh, that guy makes on the daily. What's his name? I'm Michael Barbaro, and then somebody says something interesting, and he goes, Here's what you need. Here's what you need. We have a very... This is a big... But there's, I have a parallel to the Michael Barbaro that here's what you need to know today. A Barbaro parallel? A Barbaro parallel. It's the way Riker says Riker out. Riker you might not remember this, Paul, because you didn't do a rewatch, but I do because I did a double rewatch in your stead. <laughs> double rewatch and all the way. The way Riker says um, Riker out, it's so. It's just like, I don't know if what take it was, but it was incredible. He was just like, I can't do it. Sorry, Riker out. It was just like so. It's the first time. The first time he's Admiral Riker, which, which it, it's amazing. But he just like bolts out of there so quickly. I wrote he's down like, Picard is asking me for a favor. I can't never get up. It's just like no thanks, Mike. Oh, I didn't write down when it is. Um. Okay, so Picard learns from Q that he is to be the cause of the annihilation of humanity and begins an incredible journey through time from the present to the past where he first took command of the Enterprise to 25 years into the future. journey through time. Series finale, feature length. So we have Picard, timeline. So we have Troy and Worf coming out of a beautiful date that... Worf rated as average, just like my ex-boyfriend when we went to Vienna. He frankly. rated it as stimulating, and I don't understand why she has such a problem with, the, with stimulating. It's like, this happened to me. I think that sucks as a compliment, actually. Really? It sucks. We went to Vienna, and I was like, we had it's a weird. great trip. And he was like, it wasn't a great trip. We fought the entire time. And I was like, I thought we fought the regular amount. <laughs> <laughs> for, like, for like a trip. <laughs> he rated it. Terrible. Trips are stressful sometimes. I love her outfit. I'm glad you approve. I've always found the Black Sea at night to be a most stimulating experience. Worf, we were walking barefoot on the beach with balalaika music in the air, ocean breeze washing over us, stars in the sky, a full moon rising. And the most you can say is stimulating? It was... Very stimulating. Cockblock. What? Cockblock, the, uh, the captain you know, right I, now. They're about to kiss. <laughs> it, What's today's uh, date? Can the I worst what's cock today's block ever? date? What are you, Ebenezer Scrooge? Um, 
let me say, let me say <laughs> that in his Scrooge movie. Here's what's weird. And what I've forgotten was that it was his program. So he shared it with her. Yeah. And then I feel like he should be allowed to say whatever exactly. he wants. Yeah, I wanted you to see he this because I think it's stimulating. I reverse like, my, uh, my criticism. Absolutely. Also, Worf saying something is stimulating is a big deal. Yeah. He doesn't like say stuff stimulating all the time. He's not walking around going like, dinner was stimulating. He, mm. he never says it. So like, you know, if she wants to hey, be with Worf, Worf how are you she doing? Needs, I'm stimulated. She needs to understand the limitations of the man she's with. You know, love the one you're with, not... The, you know what does she yeah. want it's kind of inappropriate to say stimulating in Whoa. a in a work setup canceled <laughs> they were work. wearing their they were wearing their play pajamas they were little they were they were, they were, comfy. They were, they were in their pjs <laughs> they were walking along the russian black I also sea made me want to hear Picard Picard comes out in his to gray like, cotton who do i listen to both <laughs> both of us i was really trying I was, trying, I was trying to listen to you both at the same time. Picard's like, Troy, what date is it? And Worf is like, 98445. Um, Why Troy, does it feel like 98447? <laughs> does it feel like 98447 to anybody else? I've I spent the entire sleep. day thinking it was 98447. <laughs> uh, I gotta make some phone calls. Hello. That happens to um, me frequently. I understand. <laughs> so um, he storms in, interrupts their moment, and he's like, I'm having an issue. And he goes to Troy about that for some reason. And then Troy's like, okay, let's deal with it. So this episode is great because Troy, I mean, because uh, where's my words? Picard has this challenge ahead of him where he has to convince, first of all, the people in the present to trust him. And they do because it's the present. And, and then the, guy. the people who just met him in the past to trust him. And then the people who know he's losing his mind in the future. And so it's like this, it's like this trial of, of their trust of each other trust in trial. three different times, time zones <laughs> in the mountain time, which is tough. He has to do central time. He has to do mountain time. To get someone to trust you in central. He has Ooh. to do island time where <laughs> everyone is late. And lying about <laughs> it. Um, treasure. Lying casino. That's the jingle. What? Um, so, you guys, he, so I like the way that they, they produced this, actually. I think it's quite well done. They don't do any weird, dumb, like, like, you know, to go back. They just hard smash cut. They just hard cut. cut. Yes. They just hard smash cut. Hard, hard smash. Hard it's smash. a smash. Smash So Picard, hey, no. Picard comes in and he's like. I'm jumping timelines. And at this point of the, the show, people should be like, okay, well, we, what do we do? But instead, they're like... And then it all changed. I, I was no longer in the past. I was now, I was now an old man in the future. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I know that feels... Oh, no, sorry about, that. sorry about that. Sorry about that. More. Things much more real than a dream. How long did you spend in each time period? Did it seem like minutes? Hours? I can't say. Say more. At first, I had a sense of... Seconds? A sense of confusion, disorientation. I wasn't sure where I was. And then all of that passed, and it all seemed perfectly natural. As though I belonged in that time. But I can't... Whoa, smash cut. Smash cut. 
Wait, I'm old. And he's cutting, and he's in the um, the vineyard, and there's mint, mint growing on the vineyard vines. Oh, nice, nice for him. <laughs> nice. And he ties Captain a little. Card to the bridge. And Jordy shows up. Captain, we've got a problem with the warp core or the phase inducers. <laughs> or some other damn thing. Wait, you never took your job seriously? Is that what you're <laughs> He's like, remember all that shit? That's dumb. Should I call you ambassador? Remember how that oh, shit was all I fucked up all the time? I for some time either. How about Mr. Picard? And I was in how charge of that? <laughs> I don't think I get used to that. Man, that shirt's good. good yeah. Lord. I do like that shirt. You can read that shirt if you well. were blind. How long is it? Do you think it's a nod to Braille? No, no, no. Since you last called me, appropriate for Geordie. We were all together on the Enterprise. Close to three years. Twenty-five years. Oh, twenty-five years. Well, time has been good to you. A little too good, in some places. He just tapped his dick. Can I give you a hand here? (laughs) Oh well, I'm uh, I'm just tying up some vines. The, li- the listeners wouldn't have seen that, so they need to point that out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, I see. They're tying the vines to He's the... He's like, time has been good to you, and Jordy's like, mm. oh, black don't cry. You got leaf miners. <laughs> you might want to try a bacillus spray. My wife is quite a gardener. Wife? Picked up a little bit of it. <laughs> How is Leah? Oh, That's he knows wonderful. Her. Busy as ever. So, Leah, that he points to, that is a verb Leah Brahms. Leah from the holodeck? No. She might be Leah Brahms. Was that what that character's name was? Yeah. Why do I hear myself again? Because uh, you're speaking. <laughs> <laughs> but again? But again? Are you, are you hearing an echo? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That I don't know. I don't hear Dr. it. Dr. Leah Brahms is Jordy's imaginary uh, holodeck professor. Yeah. Girlfriend, that when she showed up in real life, she was spooked by Jordy. Okay, man. Yeah. Oh, and they got married. Interesting. I love he it. He yeah. wore her down. You know that song? Um, <laughs> he negged her to to marry. <laughs> <laughs> he tried another tactic. The Actually, time- you know what? You could be pretty if you did something different with your hair. I guess. <laughs> What's this Princess Leia shit? It's like lame. Whatever. I don't care for it. And she's like. Hold up. Um, Because the first time he tried to get with her and she yeeted him off the bridge. So he was like, you've been jerking off to a hologram of me. (laughs) And you just told me that. It's weird. Yeah, I thought the honesty would be. And then the door slammed in his face. And it's hard to slam a door on a ship. But she found a way. It's um. So Jordy's married, has three kids. It's funny because I was like, how's your wife? And he was like, she's about to be made a director. And I'm like, wow, in this universe, everyone's expected to grow older and successful. Yeah. Um, like then they go and visit Data and he's yeah. at Cambridge. And I'm like, I guess yeah. that's natural for Data. I, that's all, true. All his, like, it would have been a really good bullshit. touch if one person was like, not doing so well. Like, yeah. she's still a ship's doctor and not a good I know. Ship. That's what I, well. Troy did not do good. Troy was. Oh, Troy did, Troy did not do good. Of course they killed her. The only person who didn't age who could, they could have had in all timelines. They so, were like, no, she here's, looks too good. Here's what I wondered about this episode. Is this show sponsored by some sort of age makeup company? 
because <laughs> it seems like every episode that is of any import has age makeup as part of it. And it's a huge thing they do all the time. And this whole episode is age makeup central. What they did to Beverly, I will say, not good. Hello, we're part of the age makeup company and we'd like to sponsor your show. That's what they're... Oh, well, we can't... Um, we can just call. write in a bunch of plots where people age. Is that what we'd have to do to get sponsored? Well, listen, here's what we could do is mm. if you use our age makeup in, I'm going to say 75% of your episodes, then uh, it eventually pays for itself. Wait, how does it pay for itself? Because you will have to buy so much of it that you will use all of it and then uh, uh, commercials, you know, commercials are on TV. No, that's already how with the show pays for itself. It right, 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 right. Exactly. And no, so the makeup that... is part of the show. Um, I guess that makes sense. What do yeah, you think? So Veronica? sign right here. Are we signing? And that's the history of what happened. Um, <laughs> Veronica would not join my bet. I tried. I'm also wearing age makeup for this episode. Uh, yes, of course. And as am I, my eyebrows, they look like they're in their late sixties. Um, what if you just aged only one part of your hair? That's what data did. I'm really trying to figure out the origin of this episode. Cause so for everyone out there, maybe you didn't watch the episode or you don't remember it. <laughs> or maybe would. you're like Paul who just didn't, you know, Oh, so good to make fun of you for that. Uh, Feels so good. So they start, this episode starts with Captain Picard jumping timelines. He's old and he's in the present. And eventually we appear next to Tasha Yar before he got on the Enterprise for the very first time ever. So it's right before. Ever. 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 Encounter at Farpoint, which is our first, our, our pilot episode, our, our first episode. Uh, so we are bookending the entire show. Poetic. With, it's very Thank you, poetic. John Del- Delancey, right? Because we, probably- we have we have three Picards. We have future Picard, which is the one, the show that is now on. We have present <laughs> Picard, which is the one that we've seen. What? There's a now Picard. There's a, the future Picard is CBS. The, t- the TV is series Picard. Picard. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, it starts in the okay. vineyards. And then which there is now is, on. As it all, as all good things do. <laughs> all good things are now on TV is what that full phrase is. So they have three Picards. <laughs> yeah, they do. Working with each other across timelines in order to save all of humanity. And I'm like, yeah. How did they come up with this episode? What's the story behind? The- <laughs> they were super <laughs> baked. You think they were super baked? Yeah, they were man. like, they were like, what should we do? You and they're think? like, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Know, Can I tell you something? I love the imitation of a bong. It is of always so good. funny to me. I don't know why. It is always so funny to me. <laughs> Um, you, my bong impression sucks. What if he's working with himself for uh, three times? He sees himself in the future. <laughs> yeah, he sees himself uh, in the future. What about anti-time? Oh man! <laughs> Wouldn't it be good if you could work with yourself across timelines? If you were, if you somehow could communicate to your former self. Do you know what I mean? 
I, I'm glad you asked. And you could and you could like <laughs> say, look, here's what you have to do. Or here's here's three things that you shouldn't do. Yes. <laughs> Just don't do these three things and your life will be so much better than if you. I could go back <laughs> and go forward at the same time. Yes. 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 So that your yes. your future self is like, oh, OK, asshole. You think you you're so great telling everybody what not to do. Here's some things you shouldn't do. You yes. piece of shit. You piece of fucking shit. Ye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ye Ye piece of shit. Ye um, piece of shit. <laughs> so, um, he, I also noticed in this scene, like, this is the beginning of this thing that happens throughout the whole episode that I don't like. The one thing that I really detest about this episode is Picard's absolute disrespect for Jordy. Like, just so shitty to Jordy. For no reason. And it starts with him just criticizing his book for no reason. Like he's, it's just so strange. And still make a decent cup of tea. Oh, I read your last novel. I thought that uh, the protagonist was a little too flamboyant, but for the rest, I... We're weirdos. And then he sees some weirdos in his vineyard. So he wasn't Jordan, able to. Did you see those weirdos? Are you all right? Uh, your book weirdos. was just so bad that I had. To, like, just I'm just thinking about how terrible your book was. Would this be your first time on a galaxy class? And then he just pops into. Are you all right? Sir? How did you get alive? <laughs> Man alive, woman alive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lieutenant. My mind must have wandered. What were you saying? I was asking if you'd ever been aboard a Galaxy-class starship before. No. Of course, I'm familiar with the blueprints and the specifications. This will be my first time on board. Well, well then, if you're I staring at me in a way that I, makes me not want to work, work on board your ship. The Enterprise is quite a ship. I'm sure Can she I is. just say, like, if this was your first day with your first bo your boss, you'd be like, ooh. Have I done something wrong, sir? No. Just that you look very familiar. That's what a creep says. That's what a creep says. A creep says what? You look very familiar. It's like we are sitting in a, sh a two-man shuttle right next to each other. Can you stop just openly gogging at me? Yeah, just like, staring. It's um, fucking fucked I, up. It's so weird to see the actors like clearly the now version, like the now faces that they the have now in season faces. seven. With their first uniform, like you can mm -hmm. tell it's the first one because of the zipper in the front. Yeah. And it's like these like uh, misplaced heads. <laughs> it's weird because I'm used to seeing <laughs> them different. You know, like uh, you see Troy looks exactly the same as in as she did in episode one. They managed to do the hair exactly and everything. They managed. The data has aged so much. <laughs> Yeah, Spiner's and they been even living. Bring Riker on board. They had to do like footage of Riker. Spiner's yeah, been yeah, living yeah. his best life in Palm Springs this whole time, so <laughs> can't really be. <laughs> can't really be blamed. So, um, fuck, man. There's so much in this episode. Hold on, let me get to my notes. I can't even like begin. Um, so everyone's really distracted, and it's one oh three, um, because. At a certain point, he's like losing his mind and he's has to say to 
uh, Riker, like, hey, by the way, like, I seem to not be doing so well. So if I, you know, don't appear okay, you need to take over. And <laughs> Riker's like, also can't do it because of this moment. Because he asked Troy to dinner and there's this whole thing going on with them. Troy and, and uh, Worf and... Mm. Villains. This is what I'm into. To present a battle readiness is. report to me at 0800 hours tomorrow morning. Dismissed. Deanna, it's going to be a late night. Would you like to have some dinner first? Actually, I... Am fucking this guy. We have plans. <laughs> oh, I see. I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> see you in the morning. Yeah, plans. Enough, Get it? Fuck plans. So long, Sonny. This one hurt me. This one hurt me because... Be I was like, okay. Hi, sir. Will? I, all I wanted, the seven seasons, was happens, I, Alice I in your pocket. All right, because you're doing that. But I just wanted to pause because all seven seasons, all I wanted yeah. watching this show was yeah. for Riker and Troy to go at it hard at some point <laughs> in one of their quarters. All I, I don't know which quarter. From this show was hardcore sex. From Riker hardcore. and Troy. That's all I wanted. I wanted, I wanted explicit graphic. <laughs> I wanted beard, like spitting on his beard. beard I wanted like beard pulling. I wanted slaps. Yeah. Spanks. Kisses. I wanted like, spanks, slaps, kisses. And then the show ends the with Deanna. In, there too. in the future, she's dead. And in the present, she, he just gets dejected. I was like, my little hard penis was definitely... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it fell. My heart lost its boner. My heart boner was it's lost. True. This, this, this whole arc Ooh, of this entire me. series could also be described as, you know, um, Riker's blue balls. It was the, this is, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch this again. The seven seasons of this sexual tension not pan out. Yeah, it's tough. That's some of the things that I thought when I started watching this show again. Because from the, I just from, knew. I want you oh, to sorry. Immediately. I apologize, TV show. <laughs> Alice. <laughs> Wait, just I'm watch. I'm sorry. Be prepared to take command. I because see. what? Speaking of disorientation, are you all Now right? I'm crazy about what Paul was going to say. Fine. Is that not what you wanted to hear right now? That conversation sucked. It's amazing. No, she can't even help. <laughs> everybody, what the fuck is going on with everybody? Everyone's nobody's gonna be able. It's amazing that they get anything done. Yeah, they're just all daydreaming about shit. <laughs> Listen, I'm uh, having problems. I need you to help me. Huh? <laughs> Look, the future of humanity might be at stake. I'm going to need you to take charge in case, in case you, what are you looking at? Uh, what? What's about over my, there? I was thinking about my ex-girlfriend. Is that unprofessional? Wow. <laughs> oh, no, no. Carry on. I, I'll ask. Them. Is this a cool place to do that? The bridge <laughs> of the ship? The flagship? When, the, when my Ensign. superior officer is talking to me. Absolutely. Like, Ensign, oh, what? I you order you to find out what's going on with Worf and Troy. <laughs> Just the idea that you could be like, I'm sorry, what did you say? My boss? I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to you. This is what would happen if I wrote the show. 
<laughs> it would be like, wait, our new mission is to find out what's happening in Troy's quarter. <laughs> I would just deviate the entire show. Stand outside her quarters. Wolf see 10. who comes and goes. <laughs> That's my Captain Picard. <laughs> That's Veronica Picard. Oh, that would be Veronica so cool. Picard. If a ship was like, honestly, our shields have not really been updated in a long time. And they're like, oh, but you have weapons, right? We have a few four photon torpedoes left. A few. You're supposed to have six tons of photon torpedoes. We didn't re-up when we went to the space station. And um, we were just kind of, oh, there's been a lot going on. Like, <laughs> what's been going on? I'm sorry. I feel like I'm <laughs> shifting in time now. Th- this is we an use them as, topic. We use them as fireworks. We use two torpedoes as fireworks to celebrate the union of two crew members. It was cute. It was cute. We've been doing this thing called like the bachelor on board the ship. And we've just been this one guy who everybody thinks is a nice guy and he's a virgin. Um, and they, they start going into like this whole personal drama. And they're like your ship is not, you can't be the captain anymore. You have to not be the captain. Of the ship. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I We're doing a bit, Paul. No, I understand. No, I understand. Paul doesn't do bits as much. In, we I don't remember like, that. You know me. I don't... <laughs> I don't like to do bits. He shies away. He likes to stay on topic, you know, and that's why we had you. <laughs> Let me ask a quick question. Mm. Oh, no. Do you think anyone <laughs> in... <laughs> do you think anyone in his life calls Patrick Stewart Pat? Oh, my God. That's the other thing about this movie that I got. Hey, Pat. The character's name is Pat. <laughs> Your character's name would be Pat? Yeah, and I'm also like, do I look like a Pat? Pat. Anyway. Yeah, right? When it's, was based it on a true, <laughs> it's based on a true story. The person's really really oh, named Pat. Forget it. You can't do that. You can't do a true I story. I think no one in this life do dares bad, bad, to call Pat your career. to Pat. You don't think anyone calls him Pat, right? I can't imagine people saying, Anyone Hi, in Pat. this life. <laughs> Pat. Do you think anyone calls him Stewie? Maybe they call him Patty. Patty. I've known Patty. Patrick, though. And the thing is, Patrick is the same amount of syllables as Patty. So why wouldn't you just say Patrick? Pat. I I'm going to name Patty's... my daughter Patrick. Well, because it's cute to say Patty, you know? Um, I bet Ian, I bet Ian, what's his fucking name? Ian. The Ian, guy, McKellen. Ian McKellen. McKellen. I bet Ian McKellen calls him Patty. I can see that. And that's why they hate each other. Hello, Patty. <laughs> Yeah, that is. Oh, my God. That is so real. I, I fucking see it. <laughs> it's like you were there. It, what I just did reminded me of how Picard reacts anytime somebody suggests getting the old gang back together when he's in the future. They're like, let's call Worf. And he's like, yes. <laughs> I got to go to that scene. Where is that scene? That guy I was always saying no to. Okay, well, guys, that was episode one of our two-part finale episode with myself and Veronica and Paul. And uh, yeah, just come on in. Just get get ready because we have a whole nother episode coming at you um, in which more points are given out and taken away. Um, yeah, please come back for episode two. I don't know why you wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> but we'll beg. Please, God, just fucking come back. Please come back. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.